Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight, like always, I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad. That is Katie. Hi. Emma. Oh, hey, that's me. And Micah. <laughs> and I'm currently not under the spell of Aaron Rodgers' ye old witchcraft. <laughs> So sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2021 American Supernatural Horror Film, the last part of the Fear Street Trilogy, Part 3, 1666, End the Curse. Hit that music. Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 282 of this illustrious podcast, and it's volume three and the end of the trilogy for Fear Street. So, for the uninitiated, Fear Street, it was created by R.L. Stein and Netflix decided to do a trilogy of movies directed by Lee Janiak. I'm probably jacking that name up. I apologize. But it's a very graphic and supernatural and full of twists and turns series. And so the third film, the end of this whole story, follows the origins of Shadyside's curse. So this town, half of a town... (laughs) It's dealing with a curse where it just, if you're around, there's a really good chance you could die. (laughs) Hardcore. And so we go back to the mid-17th century and we absolutely figure out what this curse is all about. And then we finish the story in 1994 with some survivors and we get a big old tie-in. If you popped up in one of these movies and you're not murdered by bad scary people... You're going to pop back up, and hopefully you don't get murdered in this one. Or even if you were murdered. Yeah, you read about that. Yeah. You there. So, yeah, it's fun. So, uh, Katie, what did you think about Fear Street Part 3, 1666? Um, It started out a little confusing, um, just because of the casting, like, decisions they didn't make, I guess. But it was really good. I loved how the story slowly went from... Like, very, very slowly unfolding itself in the first two movies to, like, yo, here's every fucking thing that happened and why this shit is so wild Yeah. Uh, in this movie. And we get a little bit of all of the crazy killers. We learn, like, how their stories tie into everything, how, what actually happened, and the reason that um, the shady siders are all fucked up and the sunny siders are not, like... Or Sunny Vale. Sunny mm-hmm. Valers are, are not. It's so fucking cool. This movie tied up all the loose ends, and I really liked it. Emma? It was good. Um, I had to laugh right up front because I looked at the town and I said, okay, same set from Hocus Pocus 2. Like, cool, cool, cool. Um, reuse is always great. But, no, I. it was a lot with the ending of the second movie being when she put the hand back on the whole body 
And then she just gets this flash of herself being Sarah Fear. And I was like, oh, fuck. But it it really does, it does tie things together a lot in a very interesting way. But it really does get heavily confusing for a hot minute because you're like, what? You're dead. Yeah. You went crazy. You're a person's name on a wall. You, why the, who the fuck? <laughs> and then you get all these random people that you're like, how do you fit into this? But no, I, I really, really enjoyed this portion of it. It just, it was really, it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Micah, how did you feel about the movie? Uh, this one was my favorite of the three. Um, it had the most, well, it definitely had the most story. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm like trying to think of like how I could classify all three of them. First one was like, um, I don't know. Hey, here's a movie that takes place in the nineties. Cause honestly, we don't get a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause really there's no good way of doing it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't think just add music it's really just like going back and, and watching movies from the nineties. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, second one is just like, yo slash slash fest. And then this one's like, you want story? I gotcha. Yeah. You thought you thought I'd miss. Don't worry, I gotcha. Um, the first half of the movie finally gave us the bad guys and what the whole shtick was behind it, and kind of a cool setup. Yes, I, I liked it. I, I liked it a lot, and I kind of wish they had, I don't know, alluded to it a little bit more leading up to it. I definitely made a joke while we were watching this, that I had no intention of being serious. I made a joke right before the plot twist, and I looked at him and I was like, how? (laughs) How is it that every time that I either purposely guess a plot twist or I make some outright outlandish joke about it, turns around two minutes later in the movie, and I'm like, cool, okay? (laughs) Fucking Nick Good out here. Yeah, um, the, the... Old timey dialogue that they tried to <laughs> do. I wish they would have just not done that, and I wish they would have just yeah just been talked. just talked, just yeah. acted, just just been you know I agree. that you know it, it was like don't you you didn't need that just oh it God. was the forced Kathy Bates Roanoke AHS accent for me yeah. on top of trying to be old timey that I was like y'all are wrecking this. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, so finally got the bad guy backstory and, you know, where Sarah Fear came from and kind of, I don't know, now that I think about it, it kind of undoes Sarah Fear's point. Yep, like, you, what the hell was the point of Sarah yep, Fear? you beat me to other it. Than I was wondering like, if I was going to be the one to say it first, yeah. Because it was like, she wasn't the actual person who gave herself to the devil, that was the bad guy. Yeah. But, it... it Wait, what? (laughs) And so now it's like, oh, okay, cool. It really does prove the point of the rumor mill, though. Yeah. Yeah, okay. How how much shit can change just by people's word of mouth. Um, But yeah, and then the second half of the movie, the setup once they finally figured out because she has the flashback and, you know, it's like, I get it. I understand now. Like, you know... It's just fun. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's like fun, schemey, like kids, like with low tech 
stuff yeah. trying to face supernatural bad guys like yeah, without is... without being overly campy like yeah. they did a really good job where it didn't kind of like oh this is great this is like a whole separate movie no it fit like the comedy and the you know so it was just it was all really really well done yeah. you know and so this this was by far it was a great way to end this three-part movie series whatever and uh, they ended it with the best movie. So I thought that was kind of cool because you yeah. don't really see that a whole lot. Yeah. I had a really fun time with this whole series watching these. It made me smile. And honestly, the pacing got better every movie. Obviously, this third one, they're like, well, we got to explain stuff. Here's the villain. Here's the script getting flipped on this person. And we got to end this bad boy. It's fun. I like when writing feels complete. And you're like, okay, we explained this. We did tidbits. Now we finish it. And I'm like, holy shit, that was great. Everything that I really had a question about was solved. The after credit part. I was like, but what about, hey, after credits. It makes mm-hmm. more sense. So I really enjoyed this movie. It was fun. Like we all said, period pieces, sometimes I'm kind of, eh. But it was fun to see everybody pop back up. So what they did, the first half of this movie, it was all the actors that were in the first two movies, they pop back up and they're playing someone else. So, you know, you get to see the friends that died in the first movie, they pop back up in this. And so you get to see everybody act and just like Micah said, uh, use their ye old <laughs> tiny voices and things like that. That part, eh. But I got to see characters I really enjoyed pop back up, and I thought that was really fun. They play the whole reincarnation, or like, you know, same spirits meet back up in different time periods. And that happens a lot in a lot of books. It's very Stephen Kingy of them. So I had a great time with this. So if you haven't seen it, you should watch all three and smile like we were. Yes, please. So uh, let's get through this story, and then we'll get to our favorite <clears throat> and least favorite characters. So... Connecting from the second movie, as the group, they head to the mall, and they dig up the the tree. It's the same tree from the camp. <laughs> and boy, howdy, was that body just conveniently placed so close to you the You would top. think a kid would like <laughs> fuck around with that dirt and then just easily dig that up, because it wasn't that far down. Mm-hmm. They she, she like dug a little bit and found it. What's most amazing is that it wasn't dug up in the construction process of the mall. <laughs> nobody thought to check. No, right? nobody, nobody was like, oh, hey, maybe we have to put, you know, electrical lines underneath here so we can put lights that shine on the tree or whatever the fuck. They didn't dig up, like, six inches down to find that body? Yeah. Hey, hey, Abbasco, do you want to dig around this? No. no. Le- leave, like, leave, like, ten feet around it. Don't touch it. Don't do anything to it. Why? I don't know. It's yeah. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. It's the official tree. Yeah, we can't touch it. What about the roots? Nah, it'll be all right. <laughs> so after reuniting the severed hand of Seraphir with her corpse, Dina she gets a vision of the events from 1666. So she pulls a quantum leap. For you young kids, uh, quantum leap. It was a doctor. He got sent to different periods in time, and he got to experience the lives of other people. And learn a little bit about himself. <laughs> it's a pretty cool show from back in the day. Well, and they brought it back. They did. did is it canceled or is it still going? Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. I don't watch network television. <laughs> I don't either. I was hoping you did. I was like, I sure I just know it. it came back for some ungodly reason. For... 
people like us, like, hey, Quantum Leap, I watched that a long time ago. I think it's funny that, like, movies can bring back nostalgia shit, but, like, network TV keeps trying, and we're like, nah. No, I'm good. Because it's on network TV. But on Netflix, he might get watches. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so we see that Sarah Fear, Dina, I'm going to say Dina or Sarah, but I'll probably say Dina. Dina is in the body, the spirit, perspective of Sarah Fear. She's something, and she lives with her father, George, and her brother, Henry, in Union. So before Shadyside and Sunnyvale, it was called Union. What a terrible name for a town. Good thing they split up. <laughs> and so that was the original settlement and it's that old timey kind of shit it seems very boring and I would not like to be back in time Nay. so I'm happy so the children, the young kids they gather berries for a party so they don't have hard liquor like we do well probably, no they use they had basic liquor yeah, not hard <laughs> shit uh, they use berries for a party and they like nom on them and get extra fucked up Gets wiggly. Yeah. Blueberries. This is like get high. Yeah, they're getting super high. Let's go berries. lick some toads. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sarah. Everybody's doing the frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about uh this is from a Family Guy episode. No, uh, give it up, give up the toad now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so Dina or Sarah, she stumbles upon a book of black magic. That's not good. You shouldn't touch it. So, the group, they come back together, and we see that Caleb, a very shitty person in this town, is hitting on Hannah. And Hannah's like, nah, you got a tiny penis, but she says it all old-timey, and everybody's like, ooh, ye old burn. <laughs> she got you <laughs> good, bitch. And then Dina, Sarah, and Hannah scuttle off into the darkness of the woods, where they start to make out and touch each other. And someone in the bushes. Dinners. Yes. Someone in the bushes catches them canoodling, ye old canoodling. And then. He said ye old canoodle. (laughs) (laughs) And so Hannah's a little bit worried because they shouldn't be doing this. This ain't good. And it seems like Hannah's parents kind of have an idea that her and Sarah just a little too much friendly toward each other. Anytime they're talking. And you know when people are doing something bad, the way they talk to each other, and then the parents like, I don't like what you're doing. Well, and Hannah's dad's the priest, too. Yeah, but the mom was the one that was like, you need to go home. I don't like how you're looking at each other. <laughs> this ain't good. So we see Pastor Cyrus. He starts acting weird the next day. And we see a lot of flies flying around. In the other movies, flies are a sign of, I don't know what, possession Something bad is going to happen soon. So we see that the town's food and water supply gets poisoned. Someone poisoned the water hole. And There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> Sarah, she's a bit worried, and she talks to Solomon Good. It's always a good around, sons of bitches. <laughs> and she wonders that her, you know, being gay might be the reason that the town has bad luck. Because she's... Doing different than what she's supposed to. And that's just bad luck back in the day. Good, I couldn't live in times like that. <laughs> so, the town discovers that the pastor murdered 12 children in the chapel. Did he take all their eyes out? Or yep. just a couple? Yep, nope. Took, every single them. one of them. Yeah, he took all the kids' eyes out. In a pile. That's and what you own. do. And yeah. <laughs> uh, he was still able to swing on people. And he tried to murder, was it Sarah or Hannah? 
He uh, tries to Sarah. stab one of them. Sarah. And then gets stabbed by Solomon Good. Hooray! Yeah, with that fucking with that pitch, pitchfork. Like, pitchfork thing. <laughs> someone's got to get it. The old pitchfork. Yeah, <laughs> someone's going to get some <laughs> ass for The wooden pitchfork. <laughs> and so that night, a good old town meeting. Only so many things can happen at a town meeting. Dumb people stand up and get booed, or everybody gets whipped up into a riotous frenzy. The frenzy happens. So we see that. Yeah, we see that witchcraft. It's got to be the cause of this, not just you know gay kids. No, it's witchcraft. Witchcraft made me gay. (laughs) Must remove pantaloons. Yes, I like I like wieners because of the witches. (laughs) You know. You can't just be like, I'm different. No, witches made you do that. So <laughs> we see that it's witchcraft. And Caleb says that Sarah and Hannah are responsible and they're the witches. And they bewitched How, him yeah. to be weird and crazy, you know? How dare you turn down my micro penis? My I'll ye, show my you. My ye old penis. My ye old micro penis. Yeah. I'll show you. I'll out you to the whole town in yeah. Puritan, New England. Yeah. I was Yo. in the bushes. Oh my god, okay. I'd have been responsible for so many curses at this point. <laughs> but, I know, I'm going slightly forward, but that moment where they're trying to pull up the goddamn bucket in the well, and it, it rises! He said it like four times. It rises! And yeah. it's like, just, dude, you it's a, a rope. fucking bucket. Like, oh my god, you yep. wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> it rises! Yeah. <laughs> so, we see that Hannah is captured, and Sarah, she actually scuttles off. And the town declares that Hannah, she's going to be executed at dawn because that's, got to get rid of these witches, can't have them sitting around, more people will turn gay, or the water will be weird, you know? Because (laughs) of their own dog. Yeah, that dog's like, I'm thirsty, wee, and falls into the the well. So Sarah sneaks into the chapel where Hannah is trapped, and the two tell each other they love each other. Oh, that's so cute. So Sarah decides that she's going to go find that widow, the book, the magic book, and she's going to make a deal with the devil and save Hannah. Oh, love makes you do a lot of bad stuff. So when she gets to the, the house, the book is gone and the widow is killed. So someone got there first. Maybe they did a deal before she could. <laughs> she runs off to Solomon Good's house because he... The whole time, he's like, hey, can we use common sense, guys? She's a witch! Ah! And he's like, no, there's no witches. There's a, a viable, reasonable explanation for all of this. He's like, nope, she's a witch. Uh, she didn't want to... My, my penis made my penis feel weird, so she's a witch. And they're like, yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> she told me to stick it in a mule. Yeah. No, <laughs> no one says that to me. I mean, I mean, bewitched. <laughs> and she hides at Solomon's house and... and is very terrified because the the riot is just going house to house, kicking in places, looking in doors, like, I know she's here. Oh, she's not here. Let's go to the next house and say the same thing. I know she's here. Where is she? Like, what are you talking about, man? I'll sleep. <laughs> and she hides at Solomon's house, and Solomon's, like, yelling at the group. He's like, get out of my house. She's not here, you dickheads. So while hiding, she finds tunnels under the house. These tunnels look moderately familiar. They might be the same tunnels from the camp. <laughs> and we see that Solomon reveals that he took the book to make a deal with the devil. Some bitch. And he offers Pastor Miller to be possessed in exchange for power and wealth. Writes his name 
on a what a little wall or was it like a, a rock wall? A rock yeah, wall, a rock yeah. wall. Hey, you remember in the second movie when the nurse was like, "I saw your name written down on the wall." This is the wall they were talking about. So also remember the tunnel underneath the toilet. <laughs> yeah, toilet with the with the weird moth. The toilet tunnel. <laughs> so we now understand that oh, the ooh Solomon Good's an asshole, and he just put an innocent person's name on this thing and made him go crazy. Oh, oh, and then now it ties into just about everybody else we saw that went crazy had their name on the wall. But. In order to save himself, because it's very easy to throw a, a witch under the bus, he comes out and is like, I found her! I found the witch! Yeah. I was reading the Bible, and then the witch popped out. <laughs> Let's get her. So, at first, Solomon's like, hey, you know, we can work together. You're, like, you're pretty cool, you know? You're not a witch, I guess. And I'm kind of the bad guy, but we can make this work. And Sarah's like, no, you're a dickhead. And they start to fight. And Sarah's hand gets cut off. Just like all the Skywalkers. Well, because she stabbed him in what looked like what should have just messed him up. Yield but apparently him. every every character in this goddamn series can take a fucking knife wound. These stabs have to be shallow <laughs> and not right? like deep ass stabs. They have to be super shallow, man. So, she's captured by Solomon and the townspeople because there's really nowhere to go. There's only like ten houses. So, you can only hide in so many bushes before they're like, hey, she's right there. So, at the execution the next morning, Sarah convinces the town that she used her creepy witch powers on Hannah and made her gay and made her want to be a bad girl. And everyone's like, yeah, like th- that had to be the, the, the issue. You know, Hannah didn't it, do this. It's obviously our, uh, Occam's razor, you know, it's yeah. obviously the most simple explanation. <laughs> and so Sarah, she's. Like, says she's a witch and swears vengeance to Solomon before she's hanged. And so Hannah gets to live. Uh, She's not happy, but she gets to survive this. And so we see the friends from the first movie. They give Sarah a proper burial. And they bury her where the tree will be. And then, the tree is there. Yeah, they buried her under the tree. And then they and then put the moss down. The four, no, the four kids dug her up and moved her. And moved her. her body. Okay. And yes. so they put the moss crown it. on her, and which that's is why. why that's why yeah. uh, you see the signs of moss all the time, especially in the second movie. That moss grows. So, holy shit, the goods are assholes. It kind of felt it. The whole time, like, he was just creepy. Nick was just kind of just there. And I'm like, you, I don't like you. So now, the credits hit again. And we see 1994 Part 2. And I'm like, holy shit, they're going back. So, Dina, she realizes that the Good family, they're responsible for everything. So, the firstborn of each generation, they repeat the ritual. And they write a name on this rock wall. And then, that person goes insane murders people and in exchange they are rich and and everything works out for them and their town is just awesome so sunnyvale prospers and shadyside becomes even worse because of this curse and the goods don't give a shit you know Mm -mm. (laughs) so the family is awesome so son of a bitch and sheriff nick did his did his um recently he did his ritual to 
be awesome. So they realized that they he have... did it twice. Because he did it. He was the one who did it in 1978. Yes, he At did. The camp. Yep. Jeez. Man, he, he a bitch. He so he's he's offered a couple of people because well, he doesn't have a kid. Yep. Oh, so he, he doesn't have a teen, so he had to redo it to yep. continue oh, the. Okay, the first I was wondering because he did do it twice. Yeah, so well, because all he wants is Ziggy, and Ziggy locked herself away. So. Yeah. So we see Dina and Josh. They're found by the sheriff because the sheriff's like, "Hey, what you guys doing? You need some help?" <laughs> and Josh is like, "No, I'm good, homie. Just stay over there." And they scoot off in the cop car, and they arrive at Ziggy's house, and so the group. Figures out they have to kill Nick to end this curse. It's all because of the goods. And since that he is the leading good in this, if he goes down, everything ends. So they recruit the help of Martin. Hey, you remember in the first movie, the one guy that was at the police station, <laughs> the black dude that survived the mall murders? Hey, they get him out and they, it's funny, it's a line, it's one of my seven words, but like, hey, you want to go kill the sheriff? And he's like, yeah. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hell yeah. <laughs> I hate that guy. And so... Yeah, but when that like, pulls up and he's just lighting up a joint for the first time, yeah. he's like, whoa, just mind my own business. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> so they come up with a plan to lure Nick to the mall, and he set traps to have the shady side murderers kill him. It's perfect. These guys are indestructible, and if we have the right blood, they'll do anything. <laughs> Those guys will kill anybody. So... The group manages to trap the killers. They actually use the gates of the different stores to hold the killers back. And Ziggy pours a bucket of Dina's blood over Nick. And then the killers start going for him. Uh, He gets actually stabbed once, maybe? Mm -hmm. And he scuttles off to the back of the mall. And this mall's fucking weird. Down through the poop tunnel. Yeah, he scoots off super fast. And he's in the tunnels. These tunnels go everywhere, damn it. And so Dina... And Sam, she's now possessed, follow him down there as the others fight off the killers. And so, like I said, we see all the killers from the beginning of the series go back. So Sam attacks Dina, but then she breaks Sam out of her possession temporarily before knocking her the fuck out. Because, boy howdy, uh, it's not fun when your girlfriend's just behind you, just like, stab you, stab you. (laughs) And so... There was this, like, giant pile of, like, organs in the tunnel. I guess it's, like, the heart of the evil. It's fucking weird, man, but it's always something. Yeah, it's in video games and books and movies, it's always, like, a cord that you gotta, like, mess with. Like, uh, State of Decay. <laughs> yeah, and, it's yeah. always a cord to things. It just, I don't know, it's just, like, I don't like that. So, Nick gets exposed to this pile of organs in the tunnel, and it gives him, like, visions of all the killer's victims. And it, like, distracts him long enough, and Dina kills him. Hooray! So, with the sheriff being dead, the curse is lifted, and Sam is released from her, like, eventual deathitude, and the killers are gone. Hooray! It's funny. Instantly, after the curse is lifted, we see people in Sunnyvale instantly start getting screwed over by things. What, some guy was just, like, got in a car accident? Yeah. He was just, like, outside and just, like, got hit by a car. Yeah, like, he got in his car, backed out of his driveway, and the uh, garbage truck was just like, yeah. <laughs> Was that a random dude, or was that It was just a neighbor. Just ra- oh. I assumed if it was the brother, they would have shown his face a little closer. I think it was just a dude in Sunnyvale. Just, okay. So I think... Because that was my question. I, yeah. I wasn't... 
I don't know. I guess it wasn't like you said. We didn't see his face. Yeah, it wasn't close long, enough. But if they would have shown like comeuppance, like if you were like a villain in the movie, they would have you be at a distance getting screwed. They'd be like, "No, let's show Micah's face <laughs> before that bear jumps out of the bushes on him." <laughs> oh man, what a beautiful day! <laughs> and the bear just gets you. He's like, ah. so. <laughs> Uh, everything works out for everybody in Shady Side. People don't get murdered just randomly anymore. Josh, the whole movie, he's been instant messaging some person online, and then he actually eventually meets the friend, and she goes to the school, and she's a little cutie pie, so hooray. Queen of Darkness. Yes. Ziggy reunites with Mrs. Lane. But it's were... also, it, it, it also got really weird, because honestly, I don't know when Solid State became a yeah. thing, but it was like... Oh, it was wrong. I looked in the the like trivia about it, and it's a goof. It yeah, was not a thing she yet. Said, when she said Solid State, I was like, whoa, we're still like... Right, you look at your 10, watch? 50, oh, like ten, at least 10 <laughs> years away from that. I was like, I got Solid State in my computer, right. but... Uh, yeah. And then and then it was at Queen of Darkness, and it was like, dude, that's that was Twitter. Not a thing. That's not a thing. And so it kind of just like... And then... Also, the house, when they end up, like, leave, when they get out of the, the tunnel and they're in the good house, it was like, this is too modern. Like, I yeah. saw that they tried to do some things that were, it's like, nice. and I was like, did they time travel? Did they end up in the wrong time? What <laughs> happened? <laughs> so, we see that Heather and Kate, they're com- commemorated? Yeah. By the school. Hooray. Simon, Heather, and Kate. They are not just, you know, meth heads that just did drugs and murdered everybody. It's all on Sheriff now. Hooray. And Dina and Sam have a picnic date at Sarah Fear's grave. And so they... With cheeseburgers. Yeah, and they, they say that she's a first shady cider. Hooray. The mid credit scene, we see a hand just grab the book from the tunnels. Because you know what I would keep and just leave? The book that caused all these issues. That would get burnt. Or put into some safe place. But no, fuck yeah. it. Just leave it there. What are you going to do? <laughs> so, Katie, who was your favorite character in Fear Street Part 3, 1666? Uh, that would be Sarah Fear slash Dina. Um, I guess not real. Like, they're combined because it's the same actor. Um, oh, but, really, but really, the character of Sarah Fear, I love... The explanation of everything that had led to her quote unquote curse over Shady Side and getting to see that all unfurl, and her just being a badass and dealing with the problems of living in a puritanical society like she was great, she protected the ones she loved and cared about. Yeah, she wasn't about that Bojangles horrible, yeah. Juju shit. Mm-hmm. So I also said Sarah, but I'm going to go with my backup. Um, is Josh. Dina's brother. Yeah. Because he... And he has been a very dedicated person in every single movie. And he's just... He's like, I really don't want to do this shit. But <laughs> I really care about you. And I'm not going to let you go out there and put your life in danger. Without me there at least trying to help. And it was such a sweet moment when he came up to her and he was like, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A. Start, yeah. And he's like, that's the cheat code for extra lives. You're going to need it. And I was like, okay, 
not me over here in an overly emotional state being like boo hoo. <laughs> yeah. But no, Josh, he's just he's so dedicated and he was he was thoroughly willing to go out for anything even when everybody else was like we could just wait it out and hang out here and he's like bro, this is my sister and my sister's blood that this is after. There's no fucking way I'm letting her do this by herself. Yeah. And that was awesome. So, Micah I am also a big fan of Josh. Um, yeah, no, I, I've been a huge like in the first movie yeah. he was great. Like he's the the man behind the chair, but he also gets involved. And um, but I'm also going to add that one of my favorite characters was um, both variations of of good. I thought he yeah. was a very good villain. Yes, he was. Yep. They did not ask him to do too much, so mm-hmm. he didn't have to really play too big of a role. Um, but his like two facedness and and getting um, Sarah to believe him in the beginning, and then turning on her when he was like, "Yeah, you know too much." He was now. just. I was like, you know what? Enough. Yeah, I love you. But it ain't worth it. He even said that. He's like, just shut up. I love you. Yeah. Uh, I just thought he was a really good bad guy. They didn't ask him to do too much. And because he had kind of a minimal role, even as Nick, yeah. he didn't really have to do a lot. And he escaped. Like, that's the whole thing. Is like the goods are snakes. So once they get in over their heads, they bail. And it stayed consistent. And it was a very well-rounded bad guy arc. And so I was very, very happy at how they did that. So as far as a good bad guy villain goes, the the goods that was gave us the goods. <laughs> so it's it's, it's funny, Micah. He both points. Josh, I was so scared for him. Mm-hmm. A lot of this movie, all of them. I was like, he's gonna die. God, when when he got he tackled and then the snap, oh. I was like, no, they did because he because he twisted his neck and then he's like, my arm. And I was yeah. like, oh, thank God. I was I was <laughs> very worried, but I was like, no, nah, he's been in too much of this. I think he'll live. He'll probably get fucked up. But he'll live through this. But no, the, Nick Good, man, or the Good family, they were great. Like like Micah said, it wasn't too much. They weren't like in the corner like, yeah, I'm evil. It's just like... Now I will explain my whole plan yeah. before I kill you. It's just crazy <laughs> evil. Like, it's just part of the program. He's like, hey, you're in charge. You're the firstborn. You got to do this. And he's like, okay, well, I got a name. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was a great villain. And like I said, you could feel from the beginning that Nick was just kind of off. Like, I'm like, this is weird. And then later, you're like, oh, okay, young him was weird. But he was kind of cool. Yeah, he's still kind of weird. And the third one, like, oh, shit, he's the villain. I'm like, it was great. It was a great buildup to yeah, the fact that and, he was the bad guy. And, and you awesome. know, his, his most minor role was in the second film, where he was yeah. just always like, um, I don't know, I guess like, the main heroine yeah he just, just has a thing for that like it, it's almost like he feels indestructible so he's gonna get so close to that person who could dismantle him yeah because he thinks that he's so much smarter than them that he's like you know what i'm gonna keep you close and yeah. i'm gonna keep you on a wild goose chase for as long as i can so cool it's such a cool way to have your villain set up that thought was really fucking cool so katie who was your Least favorite character? That would be Hannah slash Samantha's mom. Yep. (laughs) Once again, the bitch returns. Fuck (laughs) that 
anti-lesbian Puritan bitch. Mm-hmm. Emma, both of them. Uh, I would agree, but I said the goods, just because I don't appreciate the fact that. Yeah, you had some shit luck there for a while, but why are you so readily willing to fuck so many people over just so you can feel like you are a success for two seconds? Yep. Like, that's... I have countless problems with that. So, I the goods from Solomon on all of them. Fuck them. Micah. Uh, which one was the kid who turned them in? So they Thomas. Oh, Caleb. Was, oh. Thomas. Oh, what's his name? Thomas and both? Yeah, Mad Thomas. Yeah. Mad Thomas. Okay, and then Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, no, blab- no, the no, one no. blabbing around town. No, he was the one that kept, was like, had his hair down, and he was like, oh, there's witches around. He was the one that well, saw them and spread yeah, it around Caleb town. Caleb was the one that was hitting on the girl. Yes, Caleb was the one that stood up in church after, or in the meeting hall, yeah. after Thomas said... This is what happened, and Caleb said, "Yeah, I know. I saw them in the woods doing it too." He, he was the one that got put in his place at the yeah. fire, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he's my least favorite. That's yeah, a piece of shit. And then the you know, mons pusher. Yeah, the mons pusher. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he got a big old heart on, and everybody laughed on at him, and was oh, like, oh, 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 that piece of shit. Uh, the <laughs> other part, my honorable mention would be um, Sarah's father. Sarah Fear's father, who was like, oh, I knew there was something about you. You know, you, you yeah. were basically born evil. Like, you were just off. You know, I always knew it. And it was just like, wow, eat a bag of dicks, dad. Yeah, like, dude. Ye old bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> ye old bag of dicks. Can I get that on a license plate, please? Yeah, I'll like, That'll be the next sticker we got. Yeah. <laughs> well, that needs to be one of those road rage dildo flings that you throw it and it just says ye old bag of dicks just around the suction cup. Going against the wind. That's exactly like, what yeah. I'm picturing. So, <laughs> Gotta I mean, calculate this. Gotta get the wind. Gotta He's get this like, just right. We're going 65. About how much do I need to pull oh back God. on this bitch to get it a right? Bag of dicks. That would break your windshield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you get one that yes, hits, so then just like swings <laughs> <laughs> hard. No, it's got to be a genuine bag. So, like, uh, like you would have a sack with a, a big dollar sign. Yeah, a burlap sack. A burlap sack full of dicks. Yeah, burlap sack. Yeah, ye old sack of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so, my least favorite character in any scary movie, just like in The Mist, just like in some other Stephen King story we re- we talked about. No, it wasn't Stephen King. It was the guy that loves doing stuff that's almost like Stephen King. Flanagan. What was the movie hmm. we did? Flanagan? I the book right here. Didn't we do it recently? Uh, yes, we did. Which one? It was like super recent. Bird Box. Yeah. I think that was his. So, it's the people that when things get too tough, they always find some weird thing to latch on to. And yell about it's the witchcraft people, mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, they were kissing in the bushes. They're gay, which means they're witches, you know. And and Mad Thomas just in the back. Anything that went wrong in the town, and five bucks, Thomas was probably pushing these things along, you know. But I hate that. I, I, I'm glad I live in the day and age I do now, even though it's kind of shitty now. But it's better than if. I do math a little too better than Micah. Micah would be like, he's a witch. 
and I could get killed for that. Uh, it's just, yeah, if Katie has too many... Did you hear? Oh, last time I saw, I think he was practicing witchcraft over there. Yeah, doing some witchy stuff. Burner! Yeah, you know, if Katie has too many, like, you know, self-sufficient ideas, I'm like, hmm, that sounds like witch talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that woman over there thinking a little too much you know, must be a witch. Self-esteem, we can't have that. Yeah, you know who else thinks a lot? Witches. Witches. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that sucks. That absolutely sucks. So anytime they're in a movie, they're my least favorite character, man. They fucking suck. <laughs> Puritans. Yeah. Fucking shitty. Fuck them. I know they can't fight, we can beat them up. Absolutely. <laughs> Just swing on some Puritans. So let's do seven word synopsis. My first one is... Being gay is the cause and solution? The next one. The good family are baby back bitches. Ah. And then, so Sarah wasn't the villain? Go figure. And then my last one. Want to help us kill Sheriff Good? Yup. <laughs> Katie. All right. Um, reusing actors made it semi-difficult to follow. Yeah, that was weird. It took me like... 15 minutes to really understand what the fuck was happening because I did all like, of the characters were the same I did like actors. the people that kind of did bad stuff were the people that did bad stuff in that one. At least yeah. you could follow the, it. Just, that it sense. just took a minute to get used to it because I was like, oh wait, it's not Dina. She's playing Sarah this time. Okay. Okay. I get it. It just took a second. Um, Puritan asshole curses town for personal gain. And then Puritan lesbian hung for goods devil deal. Micah. The main city was Sunnyvale, right? Union. Union was the old-timey one, and Sunnyvale was the good one, and Shadyside was the... Shadyside, okay. ...was Detroit. So, time is a flat circle in... Shadyside. Shadyside. Better than Almost Detroit. <laughs> Still better than Detroit! <laughs> Assassin's Creed just took a wild turn. <laughs> Assassin's Creed 1666. Fuck <laughs> it. I would be a sweet-ass outfit. A Puritan, like, like cloak. Fuck you. Oh, but it, it wouldn't it. look like a Puritan. He'd look like a witch. He'd have that, like, Thanksgiving hat on. All right. Fuck <laughs> Definitely have a buckle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would be a pilgrim. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I want an assassin pilgrim. So this was Aaron Rodgers' dark retreat. <laughs> Oh my god. He looked, I, he looked like Aaron Rodgers yeah. when he went in the dark. He said Aaron Rodgers looking motherfucker and I said what an absolute discount double check. And then we just kept going with it and I was like oh this is getting too good. Discount double check. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> horrible accents abound in Hocus Pocus Town. Nice. <laughs> and then, fuck timeline assigned gender specific treatments, man. Mm-hmm. That was garbage. And then I have a 14 word Ooh. Union, hear me. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> for Sarah Fear is here. <laughs> and nice. then, they shot the sheriff for the curse. <laughs> and then, my alliterative fears, fear factor, fractures, faith focused folks. Sweet. It's funny, the two fears she said were different. They were. <laughs> like, hey, you just said the same word twice. That didn't kill. <laughs> so, you know, like I said before, this is a Netflix film, y'all. And it came out July 16th, 2021. So there's no money or budget or box office. It got rave reviews. People really liked it. And it was the end of the trilogy. And people were like, fuck yeah, that was a good way to end this movie. It was really great. So Minority Kill Count... I don't think that many people died in this movie. 
just no. the oh already the little Netflix. brother at the uh, the sixteen sixty six part. Um, yeah. Oh, he got Josh. Josh is Henry. Henry, yeah. His Assassin's it's tricky. Creed character. It's died. tricky because he did, but it was a little white kid. Is a little yeah. white. He technically, is a little white kid because yeah. Seraphir was white. I also don't there know was if you saw a it, set but there were twins. there was a set of. Uh, black black girl, twins, little black yeah. twins in the okay. back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say I in think the back there row were they were kids. huddled over on each other. Yeah, because would you also count when Sarah Fear died? When Sarah Fear was hanged, because she was technically the actress yeah, was Dina, Dina was technically so four of yeah, them. We never met the mom, so yeah. four question mark. Even though two of them were for sure white. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> four with adjustments plus or minus two. Right, uh, that's the quantum leap of it all. <laughs> So, the new minority kill count is 320, Tito Turtle, and House, and Plane Full of Vampires. So, does anybody have anything else to say about Fear Street Part 3? Fucking great. Really, really great ending to the series. It was really good. I think I said it when we watched the very first, or when we talked about the very first movie, but when Otis and I watched, finished the first movie... We immediately watched the second movie and then, like, had dinner and then came back and watched the third movie. Like, we watched all of these basically in one sitting because the story was so good and interwoven through the three of them. Like, if you've got, what is it, four hours to spare, five Mm -hmm. hours to spare, like, sit down and watch these. Sit down and binge it, yeah. Yeah, these are freaking great. Yeah. And the closer together you watch them, the more everything will make sense. Because if you let too much time go by, you'll yeah. forget who the characters are. And it'll make the third movie really fucking confusing when all yeah. the actors who died are back playing yeah. characters. Playing different characters. Yeah. It was an asshole here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fun one. I really enjoyed this. It was super stupid graphic for something that shouldn't be that scary. For an R.L. Stein yeah. Yeah. story. It was crazy, man. Give but me more you know, like I said, I'm here for it. Yep. You have 9,000 books to pull from. Yep. Please make them all Fear Street level. I'm, I'm hoping yep. this is a thing that they run back. You know, I haven't heard anything else about next, next you know, thing that they're doing. But boy, howdy, I really hope that they continue this. They can do more Fear Street. Like I said, R.L. Stein, he poops these book out, books out so fast. Mm-hmm. So... Just like, hey, Arl Stein, you got any more that could we could do another trilogy out of? Or maybe a two-parter? He's like, yeah, these two books right here, they kind of fit together. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's run it back. Uh, this town's weird. And maybe you get rid of this curse, but maybe the town is just still fucking weird. It can yeah. still, bad things can still happen in the, in the town, or maybe it's somewhere else. We don't know. <laughs> so, with that, that is the end of this episode. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Arl Stein, or... I don't know, witches and... I don't know, gay... Year 1666. Yeah, being a gay witch, I guess. You can tweet that. Alan Town Fox. We have it is. Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. That's how it works, right? You are a gay witch. Know that we support your legitimate legitimate quoi. Okay? We are here for you. We're here for legitimate quoi. I was going to say, are you a gay witch? You may be entitled to compensation. Financial compensation. Did you lose your hand? Dating back to 1666. That's called reparations. Correct. I lost a hand. Did you lose your hand fighting a guy who made a deal with the devil? 
Mitch you too may be entitled. <laughs> you may be uh, entitled to reparations. That Mitch Hedberg scene from that 70s show when he's in the diner and he's like, I did not lose my legs in Nam, so just so I could feed you kids hot dogs. He's you like, have you both legs. Like I, I said, said, I, I did, did not lose both my legs in Nam. Oh man, this is a fun one. So, this is episode 282 in the the books, Out of Sight. So we have one more R.L. Stein story to do in this month. And y'all, we're doing Goosebumps. We're doing the Jack Back, Jack Back, Black, Jack Black, (laughs) Lead. (laughs) Scary movie. It's a cute one, y'all. It's funny, but there's some scary points. You know, when the goddamn doll talks, it's scary as hell. We're bringing Slappy back with Jack Black. Yeah, it's Jables. Jables. Yeah, Slappy. He is not happy. He says it multiple times. Yep. So, uh, I'm very pumped. The music you're probably not listening to because we made jokes about compensation and being a gay witch. That was Flippy <laughs> the Combined Effort. Flippy the CE, anywhere you can find them. The studio pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So, uh, I'm pumped to talk about Goosebumps. I fucking love that movie. It's great. It's so it's good. Adorable. Yeah, it's very cute. So, uh, like always, thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with Goosebumps. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Toots. Now that's spooky. Oh. Oh. Hey, that's my line. Y'all, I think we got a witch on our hands over here. Burn her! Burn her! Just because I'm gay. (laughs) It's compensation there.